Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to coverage of the 2017-2018 Rowland Eagles Varsity Football Team. Everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, coming to you here on the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles as they get set to take on the South Garland Colonels. Now, folks, this game is being played over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium as the Eagles get to play at home. Now that having been said here on the pregame show, the pregame show being brought to you by Western General Contractors for all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, siding, gutters, or even water damage, things of that sort. Contact Butch Wesson over at Western General Contractors at 214-200-5588 and they'll get you taken care of. Biggest game of the season tonight because Sonny was just thinking as he went on air, thinking about what's going on. The Rowlett Eagles, they are 2-0 in the division, which is outstanding. But tonight, they take on South Garland. So here's what happens, folks. It, it just occurred to me while I was sitting here. A victory here tonight, your Rowlett Eagles wrap up a guaranteed playoff spot. Now, whether it's one, two, three, or four, that part's still going to be up in the air. But a victory tonight will put them ahead in the standings against South Garland, as well as North Garland, and as far as when you look at the schedule and you see where the name and Forest Rangers are, the name and Forest Rangers are 2-1 on the season, and that loss coming to the Rowlett Eagles. There's only three more games left in the season for them as well. The only way that they uh, end up not making the playoffs is if they lose tonight. And then there's still the possibility the week after. So where the Eagles are sitting right now are in good shape. Because with a victory, that would make them 3-0 within the district going in to take on the Saxe Mustangs. Now, the Saxe Mustangs are who they are. The Saxe Mustangs are uh, doing very well this season. They are 2-0 on the season within district. They are 6-0 overall. Your Rowlett Eagles are at 500 overall. But when we get into this district, these all-important district games, it sets up to where the Rowlett Eagles right now, with tonight and a victory, puts them in the playoffs, a playoff spot. We will figure out one, two, three, and four later on in the season because of the schedule. Now, the schedule, let's talk a little bit about that schedule. The schedule is set up a pretty 
tough for them towards the end of the season because they still, next week on the 27th, that is a Friday, they have a game against the Saxe Mustangs. So the Saxe Mustangs, and that game's over at Williams. You'll hear that coverage right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and we'll do everything that we're doing now. Pre-game show, getting you set up for that big game. But tonight, right now, for the future, where the Eagles are going to be come playoff time, tonight is the biggest game of the season to where they can lock up that playoff spot here tonight. They'll be 3-0 in district if they win, which would keep them on top in the district. And with only three to go, and at worst case scenario, they end up 3-3 three and three if they lose out. But that having been said, over uh, three other teams that they will have the upper hand on. As the season looks like this, let's talk about the standings within district. The Raleigh Eagles take on the South Garland Colonels here tonight. South Garland is 0-3 in district already. If the Raleigh Eagles beat South Garland, the best that they can end up is 2-4. Not enough into the playoffs. Garland is 1-2 on the season. They play the Raleigh Eagles the last game of the season on November 9th. That having been said, if the Raleigh Eagles win the, tonight, they'll go 3-0. Garland right now is 1-2 on the season. And Garland is not in action this week. So they're on the bye. So the best that they can end up in reality for the rest of the season would be 4-2. and two. But if the Raleigh Eagles obviously get the win against Garland, they'll have the tiebreaker over that. But even if they lose, the Eagles would still be in that last place spot if they lose to, Nor to the Garland Owls. Now, right now, North Garland is 1-2 and two in the district. The best they can finish out are 4-2 and two as well. But the Raleigh Eagles already have the victory over them, so they got a tiebreaker there. So everything right now sits on top of Raleigh getting the victory tonight. The Lakeview Centennial Patriots, they are 1-1, one and, one, and Lakeview Centennial has an opportunity to finish out Five and one. With the worst case scenario of the Rowlett Eagles, three and three, they still make the playoffs. So everything is working fine for the Rowlett Eagles. The name of Forest Rangers right now, two and one. They are sitting right now at best they could be as five and one. But those numbers don't always show up that way. As the Lakeview Centennial Patriots take on the Garland Dowels, if the Garland Dowels can come and get a victory, that would really, really put a big, big time kibosh on the standings. Now, the time I'm doing this recording is Wednesday, so we'll know more about the standings after Thursday's game. So, look out for that. 
We'll be watching that as we go on. So the standings all important, but the way they look now. Rowlett on top in the division, 2-0. Saxe, 2-0. The Rowlett Eagles have only given up 24 points. The Saxe Mustangs have given up 28. That's the reason why of the difference of why Saxe is not in first place. That can change after tonight, depending on what Saxe does and depending on what the Rowlett Eagles do when they add that up. Then it's the name of Forest Rangers at 2-1. Then the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, one and one, North Garland, one and two, Garland, one and two, and South Garland, the team the Raleigh Eagles are taking on, are 0 and 3. Games that happened, or a game that happened on Thursday, Lakeview Centennial and Garland, we'll know more about that a little bit later. But also, the other game that's going on, as your Eagles are taking on South Garland, Saxe's taking on North Garland, which in turn. That victory or loss combination, if you just kind of look at and play it out as Saxe gets that victory, the North Garland Raiders will end up going to 1-3 and three on the season, and the Eagles have the tiebreaker on that. So, tonight's a big game. Tonight is for the playoffs. No matter where in the standings, but they'll be in the playoffs. So it's a very important game here tonight. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the winning streaks right now. Saxe is on that six-game winning streak. They are undefeated on the season, including out of district. And the other uh, winning streak, the biggest and longest one right now, is the Raleigh Eagles winning two in a row. But as far as the overall standings, 6-0 and Saxe Mustangs, 6-1 and for the Neyman Forest Rangers, Three and three for the Rowlett Eagles, two and four for the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, two and five for the Garland Owls. And both teams right now at the time of this recording, the Garland Owls and the South Garland Colonels are one and six. So as we take a look at tonight's game, it's the seventh game of the season. We are 70% through the regular season. Then, of course, we get to look at the playoffs, if the Raleigh Eagles obviously get the victory here tonight, and they can lock up at least that playoff spot within this district. So that's the way everything's looking at as far as the Eagles going in tonight's ballgame. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, hear from our sponsor, of course, that would be Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors. For all your general contracting needs, you can come in contact with them at 214-200-5588. And make sure you get on over there. Don't forget, you can catch the game live on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You can go a couple ways to hear that game. Actually, three different ways. You can go to my Facebook and click right there within my Facebook, and you can play it right there on a player, right there in my Facebook. It's under Sonny Clark. It's that good-looking dude right there with the glasses. That's me. That Or you can go to the website, www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowlett Eagles Sports. You can hear it that way. But you can also hear it live by using your cell phone. So make sure your cell phone is all nice and charged and ready to go. You can listen to us by giving us a call, 347-215-7497, after uh, we start the broadcast. And that broadcast is at 7 p.m. Uh, here tonight at uh, on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So make sure you join us whichever way. We're heating up as the season moving on. We're heating up, getting some big results. Don't also forget 
that the Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team is going to be, be beginning to do what they do, get set for the season. They go through their preseason out-of-district games and a couple of games within district. And we do not have a schedule for the pre-district. Starting in January, though, we cover the Rowlett Eagles. So that's going to be right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You can hear that coverage. So um, it, yeah, for all basketball fans or people go, hmm, Sunny calling basketball? That should be interesting. And it is. It's a lot of fun. Um, I usually take the preseason to get my cadence in basketball up to where I like to be for the regular broadcast that start in January. So there'll be some sporadic uh, games that I might pop up if I'm available. I can get to the game. I'll go out and I'll call it. Uh, no guaranteed for the month of December for Rowlett Eagles basketball, but there will be coverage in December for the Rowlett Eagles. So keep that in mind. Uh, there will not be coverage of Rowlett Eagles at any time from the 20th to the 26th. Um, so if there are any games scheduled for the basketball season, they will not be covered. That was Sonny's, uh, you know, holiday break. He's going to head on over to Arizona and see his dad um, in Phoenix, Arizona. So that's what I'm going to do uh, as far as that's concerned. So keep your eyes and ears out there. Also, Sunday morning, make sure you check us out. During the NFL season, we cover all 17 weeks of the NFL. We do that here on the Couch Potato Sports Show at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we look at all the games, look at all the news, and cover everything that we can leading you right up into kickoff of the NFL week on Sunday. So, we're going to take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Here on the pregame show, again, being brought to you by Butch Wesson and Wesson General Contractors. And for all your general contracting needs, roofing, gutter, siding, water damage, whatever the case may be, you, you need to make sure that you've got the license insured and the knowledgeable person you need to contact Butch Wesson at your Wesson General Contractors. That would be great. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. 
At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we are a motivated team of coaches with the mindset of helping you achieve and reach your highest goals. Having developed and trained over 100 Division I athletes as well as Division II athletes, even professional athletes, the Bullet Team definitely has the knowledge and mindset to take you to the next level. Check out our new 22,000 square foot facility and 3,000 square foot weight room along with 4,500 square feet of outdoor turf and covered training area along with football and soccer fields. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Hunter Tree Service and Subgrinding offers more than just tree trimming and removal. We also offer planting, fertilization, stump grinding, and tree help. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine, or you just need regular tree maintenance, contact Chad Hunter at 972-971-4036. That's 972-971-4036. And let them know you heard it on the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, our mission is to spread the art of Taekwondo to everyone who's willing to learn with an open mind and train with enthusiasm. Our goal is to instill you a healthy lifestyle with a disciplined mind and body. At our school, we strive to provide a professional, warm, welcoming, and educational environment for all, and you will learn and advance at your own pace. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio as we are here on the pregame show. Again, the pregame show being brought to you by Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors for all your general contracting needs. Give them a call at 214-200-5588. We're going to hear from the Eagle Eye Bill Cern a little bit later on, but let's take a look at the Rowlett Eagles and what we see week in and week out. Let's first of all take a look at the schedule um, as the Rowlett Eagles, of course, are in action tonight. They're taking on the South Garland Colonels uh, at 7 p.m. Then the Saxe Mustangs, one week from tonight uh, over at Williams Stadium. That's going to be a big one for the Rowlett Eagles. That could be from the district championship, depending on how the rest of it plays out. Uh, if the Eagles can get the victory, it could be 
a very interesting ending for the end of the season uh, for the Rowlett Eagles and the Saxe Mustangs. Then, on November 3rd, now that, folks, is a Thursday night game. We'll be bringing you the coverage from HBJ Stadium as the Rowlett Eagles take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And then the last game of the season over at Williams Stadium as the Eagles take on the Garland Owls. So, four more games in the uh, slate for the regular season. Eagles with the victory tonight are in the play playoffs where they'll be that will be the question because obviously the rest of the other um, actual uh, districts are getting their uh, settings of where the playoffs are going to be at that time the eagle eye bill certainly might have a little bit more on that as he's more in tune on the other stuff i kind of keep my eye on what's happening with the Rowlett eagles on the weekly basis right here and all the teams within our district. So when I bring in the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna, he's more informed of what's going on outside of the district. Um, again, tonight's game, it can be heard over on the Couch Potato Sports Show, www.thecouchpotato.wix.com forward slash Rowland Eagle Sports. It will also be on my Facebook. We're also posting all over the internet there for the Rowland area. You can find that player and press play. You can also give us a call 347-215-7497 for the coverage of the Rowland Eagles uh, starting at 7 p.m. Now, sometimes they kick off a little bit early, which messes up ours because we cannot get on air before 7 p.m. So keep that in mind on where we are as far as that's concerned. The game may be in progress by the time that uh, we actually hit the safe, but it will only be a couple of minutes at that time. So we looked at the standings for your Rowland Eagles. So now let's take a look at the team stats. And I like taking a look at where the Eagles are nationally. And you can head on over to max preps and get that information. Uh, so let's talk about the Rowland Eagles. Receiving yards for the Eagles. 194 yards receiving. The national average, folks, is 170, uh, 176. So the Eagles are doing very well over average for the receiving yards. Rushing yards per game. The Rowlett Eagles are a little bit lower than the national average. The Eagles are at 165 yards a game. The national average is 168. So they're about three yards short of the national average. Total touchdowns, the Rowland Eagles are a little bit behind in that as well as they are have, well, they have 18, the national average is 20, so they're two below the national average. Sacks, the Eagles up there a little bit over the national average. They have 11 and a half sacks at this point of the season. The national average is 11. And interceptions, they are doing well in that one as well. They have 10 interceptions out on the season. The national average is 7. So they are doing very well um, out on the football field as far as the national numbers. Now, taking a look at the local guys right here, your dudes, each and every week. Let's start at the quarterback position at Preston Weeks. Preston Weeks is 114 of 200 for 1,000. 446 yards as a completion uh, rate of 57%. Average play is 12.7 yards uh, a play and 241 total 
uh, passing yards on average per game. So that is a huge number. Nine touchdown passes on the season for him, and he has been only intercepted three times on the season. He's got the longest play from scrimmage for him. is also 64 yards, and that pass went to Evans uh, just this past week. So, looking at the rushing portion of it, as uh, Amos was not dressed for the game. Again, folks, we don't know why he's not dressed. Uh, even if we did know, we don't put that out there. So, I just want to keep everybody informed on why uh, we don't talk or comment about injuries and the severity of those injuries. We just say if he's dressed or not. And whether or not what the injury is, we do not put out there on these broadcasts. So I just want to keep everybody aware of that. But Amos did not play in this last game. But up to now, in the five games that he has played, 40 rushes for 203 yards. That's an average of 5.1 uh, yard a game. He also has 40, he averages 40.6 yards a game rushing. His longest rush from scrimmage is 56 yards, and he's gone over 101 time uh, with his rushing. He does have four touchdowns for the Raleigh Eagles rushing the football. Looking at Lang in the six games that he's played, he's 62 rushes for 345 yards, an average of 5.6 yards a game, uh, or uh, a rush, 57.5 per game. His longest one was for one when he ripped off it, 41 yards. He also has a touchdown. Also, Rushing the football, we missed this as Evans has snuck into the lineup when we were looking. Evans has four rushes for 159 yards. He averages 39 yards every time he touches the ball in a rushing uh, situation, uh, averaging uh, 26 uh, yards uh, per game. Uh, looking at his lung with 64 yards, that was also for a touchdown. He's also rushed for more than 100 yards in one game. He has two touchdowns. Preston Weeks in the six games that he's played, 77 rushes. This is a guy who's not afraid to rush the football, especially if it's fourth down and short. They like to give that ball and keep it in the quarterback's hands with Preston Weeks. He's got 140, I marked that, 184 yards, an average of 2.4 per rush. Uh, Per game, he averages about 30 yards per game. He snapped one off for 42 yards. That's one of his, his longest plays from scrimmage, uh, rushing the football. And he has five touchdowns, leading the Rowlett Eagles in rushing touchdowns. In receivings for your Rowlett Eagles, let's talk about Amos again. He's been out there. He's caught six passes for 116 yards, an average of 19 times every time he catches the football. He ripped one for 37 yards and a touchdown. Lang, out of the backfield as well. In the six games he's played, 14 catches, 128 yards per game, average of 9.1 per catch, 21 yards a game, and his longest one is 11. Looking at Evans, Evans, in the six games he's played, 21 catches for 226 yards. Average uh, catches 10.8. He ripped one for 30. Uh, his average per game is 37. He ripped one for 41 yards and a touchdown. Madre, he's got nine catches, 138 yards, average 15.3, 34.5 yards per game, and his long is 57. 
Looking at Gilly, Gilly, in his six games he's played, 32 receptions, 308 yards, 9.6 per catch, 51.3 per game. He had one for 53 yards. He's got two touchdowns on the season. By the way, uh, looking at Madre, nine catches, 138 yards, 15.3, 34 yards, and 57 is his longest, but he's only played four games for the Raleigh Eagles. Booker, in five games, he had to miss a game, but he has eight receptions, 79 yards, average of almost 10 yards a catch, and 15 yards per game, and he has a long of 31 yards. And then looking at the uh, sophomore, Hall, in the three games that he's got catch, 14 catches, 150 yards, 10.5 yards per catch, also 50 yards per game, 26 for the long, and he's got two touchdowns for the Rowlett Eagles. So, those are those offensive numbers that are big. Looking at all-purpose yards, let's talk about the total all-purpose yards leading the Rowlett Eagles is going to be Gilly because he kick returns as well as punt returns. He has 636 yards, all-purpose yards. Following that, you take a look at the numbers, 473 is Lang as he has 345 rushing and 128 uh, through the air, then followed by Evans, who is 385 yards on the season as he has 159 rushing, 226 receptions for the Raleigh Eagles. Then we get down to some other numbers. They're not going to go into any particular order. Amos has 319 all-purpose yards, 203 rushing, 116 yards uh, via the pass. Then followed by 138 all-purpose yards for Madre, 167 yards for Booker, as he has 79 receptions and 88 yards kick returning for the Rowland Eagles. 184 for Preston Weeks as well uh, through the rush is where he is at with that number. So those all-purpose yards uh, for the Eagles are set. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, one of my favorite stats in reality is tackles for loss. Those numbers to me are big, and the Eagles have a total of 26 tackles for losses. Leading the team right now is Chris Abbott. He's got six, and uh, then uh, followed by Abukin, who has 5.5, and then we got some couple of players at four. Uh, Wade with four tackles for loss, along with. Uh, uh, Tito, he also has four losses for lo uh, loss, uh, tackles for loss. Uh, then Ekpo, Ross, they have two tackles for loss. And Mag Magalales, I have a hard time saying his name, he has one as well as Hernandez. So I like that stat. Also, Porter has a tackle for loss. Looking at the total tackles for your Rowland Eagles, a guy that is getting in there big time has got, when you look at numbers, you got to look at Wade. He leads the team in tackles, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that is correct. He has 57 tackles. He has 20 solo, 37 where he put in an assist. Some other numbers and for the total uh, tackles, 13 for Starks, 14 for Poole, 27 for Miles, 57, like I said, for Wade, then 44 for Canyon, who's been big as a junior for the Rowland Eagles, 11 tackles for Seals as well, 46 for Taylor, 32 for Danler. So those are big numbers as far as the total tackles are concerned. Now looking at the sacks for your Rowland Eagles, the Eagles only have 11 and a half sacks. 
uh, on the season. Three and a half are at Brandon Starks, three are at Wade, and then one and a half sacks for Taylor, and then uh, some other ones right here. Half a sack for Abukin uh, and Dandler, as well as Franks. Uh, they have half a sack out there. Looking at some of the other uh, numbers. Interceptions, again, your Eagle has, have 10 interceptions, leading the league right there, or the team, I'm saying, uh, in interceptions is Poole, followed by um, a bunch of people have one interception. That would include Wesley, Gale, Henderson, as well as Danler, Porter, and Abbott with an interception uh, in the game. So, forced fumbles, it's a good number to look at. The Eagles only have five out on the season. Two of them come from Wade, one from Poole, and also from Tito and Martinez. Uh, they have that. Causing of fumbles are a big number, but there's no eagle that has more than one. So all the names I'll mention here have one. That is Wade, Gale, as well as Henderson and Dandler. And on the other side, Magladez uh, has it right there. Forced fumbles are that number that I really like too. Wade with two. Um, looking on those. So... All around, looking at the Rowland Eagles, where they are as far as statistically are concerned, you've got to like where they are. You also got to take a look at the Eagles and like what they have done to improve this year. Okay, that out-of-district schedule was brutal, folks. They went 1-3 and three in that out-of-district, getting the victory against the Rockwell Yellow Jackets, but taking the loss against three other teams that are... Um, Consider some of the best within the state. So the Eagles played fairly well in those games that they had lost to and had opportunities to win them as well. Taking the loss against Louisville was a big one for the Rowland Eagles. Um, that that game started the season where they didn't want to be. But they came back from that game and got a big victory from Rockwall as they were at Cotton Bowl Stadium. That victory against Rockwall was huge, 48-41. to And then losses outside of the district two in a row that happened against the Plano Wildcats and then the Fossil Ridge Panthers uh, taking losses in those games um, right around 10, 10 to 12 points a game. So where they are sitting and where they've improved, that out of district helped them in this one. Much so as you take a look at tonight's game as the Eagles taking on South Garland. Um, if you take the assumption that they'll get that victory, uh, they uh, played name and force very close, a very good football team, 13 to 7. And South uh, and then North Garland, they got the victory 42 to 17. But I want everybody to keep in mind that when you take a look at the roster for those two football teams where they've got the victory already here within district, those rosters are limited roster. Last week, there were only 39 on the roster for South Garland. At Name and Forest Rangers, there was only 44. So the rosters are uh, about in between 10 and 12 people short as the Eagles, when they take on the Saxony Mustangs, will have that total amount of players that they can have out on the football field. So that's why it makes the Saxony Mustang game look really good. Because we will have guys that won't be playing both sides of the ball a lot of the time. We're going to see guys that are set in their position and that's all they play. 
And so when that game happens, that will be really good. You're looking at teams with a full, full roster um, each and every week out on the football field. So look out for that because that is a big difference in those games, and you'll see that. Um, we will keep an eye on those rosters because we already know the Saxony Mustangs have that full roster. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to hear from our main sponsor. Again, of course, that's Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors for all your general contracting needs, whether it is roofing, siding, gutters, or even water damage. Make sure you come in contact with Butch Wesson at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. We'll take the quick break, and when we come back, we'll hear from the eagle-eyed Bill Cern. I am Sonny Clark, the hardest working man sports radio. We'll take that quick break. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Here's another tip for a healthier you from Fit Body Boot Camp. One of the best things you can do for a healthier you is to instill yourself a love of water rather than sugary drinks. Soda pop and juices are filled with empty calories that encourage weight gain. The easiest way to do that is to stock your house with lots of bottled water or filtered water. Don't even have the soda pop readily available so you'll grow a custom of only drinking water. This has been another healthy tip from Mark Hall and Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Give them a call at 214-888-2844 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Ready 
We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? There are a lot of questions that have to be answered, like when does it make most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact of your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? Let Nest Egg Wealth Advisors provide you with that direction to these decisions. Call our offices today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com for your complimentary guide to Social Security. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Claus, the Florida Sports Team Manager Sports Radio, along with the Eagle Eye Bill Serna, Bill with the Eagle Eye Report. How you doing there, Bill? Good, Sonny. How you doing? Doing good. Hey, I don't do math off here. I, I, I kind of like, just, you know, I'm kind of easy when it comes to math. But when I looked at the schedule, I looked at the standings, I looked at what could happen if the Rowlett Eagles got the victory here tonight, and I saw that the Rowlett Eagles would wrap up the playoff spot with the victory tonight against South Garland because of the victories with South Garland, North Garland, and then a victory against the name of Forest Rangers. Did I figure it out? It, no, and, and that's just it. Isn't it crazy that we still have uh, four games to go, and if we win tonight um, – yeah, we're going to be already uh, in the playoffs. So uh, I, I think we we both kind of agreed with that as the season was starting. You know, that that night we were eating at Dickies and doing our pre-season uh, um, show. That uh, I don't, I didn't think there was going to be a, an issue with Relic getting into the playoffs. We just uh, was kind of concerned on where they were going to be seated. And that's a good point because when you take a look at the standings and what's going on in the SA Regional Two District Ten standings. The Eagles right now are on top of that division because of the points against. They've only allowed 24 points on the season. The Saxony Mustang, who are also 2-0, have only given up 28 points. So uh, tonight's game, obviously a big one. And so where they're going to end up, as far as the victory is concerned, will end up on how many points that they give up, as well as the Saxony Mustang, as the Saxony Mustang. At the time we're doing this recording, the Saxony Mustang, um, you know they're they're gonna already they're gonna be playing with uh, same night as we are. Um, they're taking on North Garland over at Williams, and the game that happened the night before will be the uh, the Garland Owls. They're gonna be in action, and they're going up against the uh, looks like the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So that having been said, where we are as far as the schedule is concerned, and how it ends up right now, how the Schedule, you know, it ends up that they still got games against the, the Garland Dallas. They still got a game against the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And Saxby, after this one, next week is 
Saxy, that's the big one because if they get that victory in that game, it's going to be different. But let me ask you this question, Bill. We were talking about the amount of people that were on the rest rosters for the teams that we've already beat within district this week or next week. We go up against the Saxy Mustang team that's going to have a full roster. Well, not just a full roster; they have a talented roster, and and you know, it, uh, if if we can affect that first team, either offense or defense, they've got capable guys to, to replace those starters. But I mean, you know, it, uh, you got to you got such a strong offense. I mean, this team isn't just a that perennial. Uh, champion of our district they're one of the top teams in the state i mean they're getting recognized all over the place so uh you know they're a big squad um big in numbers and uh you know so far this district we've seen teams with small rosters where we're seeing players on both sides of the ball uh against Saxy. we're not going to see that no we're not and last week as the rally eagles got the victory again uh, a team that was a smaller squad, but a team that was undefeated at the time of 6-0, the name of Forest Rangers, the Eagles, get the victory last week, which was a big-time victory because of the success name of Forest has had. But that defense for the name of Forest Rangers is for real. The healthy rallied Eagles only to 13 points. The problem is, is that the in and out on both sides of the ball, I really think affected that football team, which only put up seven points last week. Well, you're absolutely right, and you know they've been playing with, with that roster all year. So you got to give kudos to them to to the strength of their team and their conditioning of their team. But uh, we did see them start to wear down uh, towards the end of the game, and I think a, a lot of it uh, has to do with uh, the level of competition that they had. You know, at uh, uh, Rowlett's a, a strong, physical, big team, and, and uh, I don't think a uh, name of force had seen that in the past. So I think uh, it, it definitely wore them out. But you know, we joked all along about how fast that game was going. That was a uh, that was name and force uh, ammo. They were going to control. They want to control the the um, the clock, and they wanted to uh, slow the game down, and uh, which they did. Yeah, absolutely. And you were talking. It's funny that you mentioned that. You talk about time of a game. We were joking about it, but really, Bill, we were in and out of that in an hour and seventeen minutes of the game as the Raleigh Eagles uh, took on the name of Forest Rangers. I it was. It was so quick. I mean, we we got we got to a place where we were going to have uh, you know a little bite to eat afterward a lot earlier than we expected. But I don't think that we're going to get that with this uh, football team that's coming up. This North Garland football or the South Garland football team, you know, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But I, you know, I think the idea will continue to be for the Raleigh Eagles to rush the football without question in this game, so they can. I think they got a pretty good passing game. I mean, you're looking at Preston uh, Weeks, he's got over 1,400 yards passing already. So that having been said, I think the weakness on the offense is going to be the run game. I think they're going to try to establish that a little bit more. I think we'll see it tonight. What do you think? Well, I, I totally agree. I think, um, uh, you know, uh, Rowlett's going to want to speed up the flow of the game. I think early on they'll, they'll be passing a little bit more. Um, but I think the – um, you know, the score of the game is going di- to dictate what uh, Rowlett does. I think, uh, you know, if they get a, a, a lead early, a comfortable lead early, I think you're going to see that uh, that uh, clock continue to run as, as Rowlett will run the ball a lot. You know, we saw that with Naaman Forrest. You know, at that 
uh, first half was only 48 minutes, and, and it's because the name Force ran the ball so much and um, yeah. uh, just kept that clock running. So I, I think I'm gonna, we would see that against uh, uh, Rowlett. I think they're going to really uh, have control of the ball, and I, I don't think we're going to see them – uh, uh, you know, slinging the ball down the field uh, left and right and scoring in, in two minutes at a time. I think uh, we're going to see some uh, well-conditioned uh, drives and, and uh, take some time off the clock. I think that's going to be huge as far, as far as where they are. The Eagles get the victory. They get at least the playoff spot where will be will be the big difference as the Raleigh Eagles get South Garland here tonight. Next week, a big game uh, against the Saxon Mustangs. And then, Bill, it, it gets even more interesting as we move to a Thursday night game. And a, after the South Garland, we're going to, or after uh, Saxon, we're going to see the Lakeview Centennial Patriots over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. The week before that, the Saxon, that'll be again at Williams Stadium. Um, you know, as far as we're seeing a lot of Williams Stadium this year, we're going to see three games in Williams Stadium. HB, uh, Homer B. Johnson Stadium is where this one's going to be taking place here tonight. You know, the Eagles, you know, they never really, as far as established themselves as a home team, uh, in reality, they lose games at home uh, quite a bit. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. Do you, the only advantage I see is the fact that they are such a big school and that brings out more parents and more fans. I think we're going to end up with the South Garland uh, squad maybe, maybe not, not being filled up on the other side of the stands like we've seen in the past. Well, uh, if I remember right from last year's game, you know, there wasn't a big following with South Garland. So uh, I, I think everything is being hyped up for that Saxon game because that game is going to pretty much determine who's going to be the number one seed in our district, who's going to be number two in our uh, district uh, in the Division One tournament. Both Saxon and Rowlett have the highest um, uh, the highest population in the school, so they're we, we already know that both those teams are going to go in the division uh, district or the Division One tournament. It's just going to determine who's going to be the number one seed and who's going to be the number two seed. It's going to come down to that one game. Well, let's talk about that really quickly because you're up to date with that. I'm up to date with what's going on in the district. If the Rowlett Eagles end up in second place within this division behind the Saxony Mustangs, as they've kind of shown that they are kind of the, you know, the stranglehold within this district, what can we expect if the Rowlett Eagles end up in second place within this division? Where do you think we'll end up? As far well, as um, what, what, we would be the runner-up in the uh, Division One tournament. The Division Two tournament will be the third and fourth place team. Uh, one, uh, the third seed being the winner of this district, and, and then the runner-up being the number four seed. Because of the population of the schools, uh, that that's how they determine the the four the four teams that make the playoff. The two highest populated schools go to the Division One. The two lower. Div- uh, populated schools go to the Division Two tournament. So, because Saxley and Rowlett are the two highest populated schools in the district, we both we know that we're both going to the Division One tournament. Um, where we place is just going to depend on that game. Yeah, good chance we end up taking a look at the Coppell uh, Cowboys again, um, as we didn't get the victory last year in Coppell. Um, if we remember correctly, that was uh, the final game of the season for the Rowlett Eagles. You know, this looking at the team from last year to this year, I kind of, you know, I don't know if I see much difference from one team to the next, except for the fact that in that game they had a chance to win the game. 
more so than just getting completely blown out. So, you know, I think that could end up being something in the playoffs where we can see a yet another close game, uh, whether wherever it will be, whether it be in Capel, whether it be in HBJ or somewhere around here. Yeah, well, and and it, it once again it'll just come down to what happens uh, next week. If we don't win next week, we'll probably end up going to Capel. If we win next week, we'll probably end up playing um, uh, somebody else from that from that uh, district. Uh, Capel right now has a stranglehold on that district, so uh, it's really going to be uh, them uh, leading that district, and then the final three teams can be bounced around. Um, between Hebron and and Jesuit. so there there's a uh, it just depends. Uh, but like I said, it's a person come down to really that game. And uh, you know what? I think the biggest thing that um, from last year to this year is, is last year you had that one big playmaker that uh, really settled yeah. that game, and that was with Darius Dickens. Um, this year you don't have that big star playmaker. You know, it, it's it's kind of a oh a rounded team where there's nobody that really stands out that that brings a uh, um, that huge game every game. So I think uh, uh, the, the advantage that Rowlett has for this one is Capel can't focus on one individual player. I think because um, uh, any any given Sunday somebody or Friday somebody can step up and and uh, and lead the team, uh, like we saw with Antonio Hall uh, uh, last Friday. Yeah, that that having been said, when you when you 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 talk about the 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 team on where it's at the Capel Cowboys is a, it, it's a team that we are very familiar with and within the district of that side um, you were talking about a teams that we could end up uh, like you said Capel pretty much on top of that then they got Pierce they got Skyline that's a team that we're a little bit familiar with Dallas uh, Jacette as well as Berkner um, those are the those are the uh, top five that could probably end up. So we're looking at one of those five teams uh, is probably where we would be. Uh, but Capel on the top, we would if we ended up second, we would face Capel, or would it be the uh, the second place team within that division? No, no, the run, the runner up from ours. So if we came in second, would be the runner up. We would have to play the champion of that one. So it would be Capel. All right. So very good. So, but if we win that one. We would end up with the team that's in second, whether it be Pierce Skyline or Dallas Gazette. That's correct. Got it. All right, good. I'm getting it all figured out here. Uh, take a look at this football team on the offensive side. You know, what are the biggest surprises to you on the offensive side for the Raleigh Eagles? They're not having the big, huge success that I think that I was kind of hoping that I would see out on the football field. But where do you think the success of the offense? really is actually coming from? Well, it's kind of surprised in a negative way. I, I, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm surprised by the offensive line. Uh, you know, at, uh, through the years with Railway football, offensive lines have always been true and blue for this team and, and always Absolutely. been a, a staple of that offense. Where we've seen them struggle a lot this year. We've seen weeks on, uh, on the move a lot. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, at the our running game just hasn't been where it's been. So I think uh, one of those, I think, uh, you know, I just mentioned him a little bit ago, Antonio Hall, you know, only a sophomore, but you know, coming up big as the season goes and, and uh, you know, becoming more and more active. So, uh, uh, and then also I think um, 
a, a lot better job, especially as the season's got along, even this year, is Preston Weeks and his awareness and his, uh, his uh, I am noticing uh, uh, on the field and, and, you know, stepping up in the pocket and, and rolling out when he needs to and looking for that open man. So, uh, you know, I, you know, he's made a few mistakes, but name a quarterback that hasn't. So uh, I, I think I've seen a lot more maturity from him uh, as this uh, season's progressed. You absolutely stole my thunder because I was going to unfortunately go to the negative side because I see the other stuff, the wide receivers, the young guys out there doing what they're doing. You have uh, Amos who's playing well. We'll see about his health, see if he's going to be in uniform and laying, running the football. I think that that whole thing is there. I think you're right. The offensive line has actually been a liability. And there has to, you know, when I, when I think of high school football, I don't think of a, a team or one guy at the quarterback position having to make decisions on what to do in case of a breakdown like that. A lot of times you'll see a high school football team complete the play and not have to uh, change what it has to happen. That having been said, we're seeing Preston Weeks actually able to do that, to make the adjustments and seeing what is coming his way. Sometimes he's successful, sometimes he's not. He's taking a lot of sacks this year because he can't get away from it. So that's, that's I agree uh, completely about the offensive line. Now, on the defensive side, you know, I, we're, we are seeing probably the best defensive team uh, on the Rallied Eagle squad in probably three or four years. Uh, because they're holding teams to low low numbers, even out of district kept them quite the low low numbers as well. So I, I think we're seeing the strong point of the football team on the defensive side of the ball. Well, I think they're getting stronger. You know, at, uh, I think um, uh, early in the year they they were struggling. They're trying to gain their identity because they have so many new uh, players on that defense. So I think they're really starting to come on their own. And I think uh, uh, some of these. Um, uh, teams that they've played in the district, uh, they've really been able to get that confidence up. And, and you know, they had Name of Forest uh, shut out till you know, three minutes left in the game. So uh, they, they were real close to shutting them out. And, and even against North Garland, you know, at the, they struggled there in the first uh, first half. And, but then in the second half, they buckled down and, and shut them down. So I think they're gaining confidence as they go. I think, you know, they're, they're really gelling together and, and building together. Uh, and I think they're gaining uh, getting more confidence on on their uh, cornerbacks to uh, to cover those uh, receivers one on one, and that way they can focus up the middle. Definitely. This week against the South Garland Colonels, let's see another quick game. Then you think I think they get the lead really quick uh, in the game, and then they start running the football. And depending on how they run the football, we'll take that time off the clock. No, yeah, yes, uh, that's what I'm thinking too. I think, uh, and that's what happened last year when we played. Uh, uh, played South Garland was that uh, we got uh, ahead quickly, and, and the first half was so slow, and then the second half we did the whole half like in, in about 45 minutes because yeah. it was just a you know we just ran that clock down and just a you know to just uh, did some smash mouth football and just run it down run it down all the way down the field. You know it, we'd have six or seven minute drives. Uh, those will definitely get the clocks going the clock going pretty quick. I think you're absolutely right. The game's on Friday night, 7 p.m. tonight at home of the Johnson Stadium. We'll be there a little bit early, get everything set up, 
get the call uh, set up for tonight's game. Uh, we'll also do a quick video. Depending on the situation, I'm making a couple of calls, finding out what's going on at halftime. I'm hoping the microphones are on. At halftime, we'll get the uh, marching band at the halftime. If not, we'll probably do a quick video uh, to give you a little recap of what we've seen in the first half. So, Bill, another week, uh, and, but the opportunity to fill up at least the playoff spot here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I, I think uh, um, it's going to be a fun game. I'm going to bring my comb so I can comb my hair this time if I'm going to be on uh, camera because I, I wasn't prepared last time. So, um, uh, yeah, what's that? I'll, I'll bring a brush for your beard, okay? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, don't bring a brush for your head, though. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah it, it'll be a fun night and i think we're going to be able to call some players that we haven't been able to call all year so uh you know we're 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 seeing a more shuffling in and out of players uh that we have all year so um i think we're going to see even more in this game you're absolutely right i think we're going to call some names that we don't normally see so that'll probably be fun because there's some good names up on this roster. So hang around for that one. So that's going to do it for us here on the pregame show. The pregame show obviously being brought to you by Weapon General Contractors for all your general contracting needs, whether it's roofing, siding, gutters, or even water damage. Come in contact with Butch Weapon of Weapon General Contractors, 214-200-5588. That's going to do it for us. Make sure you give us a listen over on the Couch Potato Sports Show at www.couchpotatoes.wix.com forward slash Raleigh Eagle Sports or charge up that phone as well as your Bluetooth. Give us a listen live on your cell phone, 347-215-7497. That's going to do it for us here in the pregame show. We'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. We're out of here, everybody. Bye-bye.